Yo, 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 what's up, yo? Yo, 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 what's happening, Papa? What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to episode number 137, Harry Hog Football, with Aaron, Josh, and John. I thought we were at like 139. No way, dude. We're at 137. And the last time you guys thought that, we actually like put the wrong podcast number on the podcast. Yeah, last time we last time we did that, John and I had Aaron convinced, and you actually put the wrong podcast number up. Yeah, we were convinced ourselves, though. Yeah, I know, but dude, you were supposed to play along. And it oh, wasn't sorry. even April sorry. Fool's Day. <laughs> we um, are definitely in episode 137 here. Definitely, and it was definitely a crappy game to open uh, the season. But dude, oh, I'm going to say oh, one word. It was a perfect I'm game gonna... to open the season. The Redskins were... Bountiful and beautimous, and they just look like a Super Bowl winning machine. Bountiful, bountiful, and beautimous. Bountiful. Whatever word came out. Dude, I've never like. I've never like <laughs> called a football team bountiful and beautiful. I mean, beautiful. Bountiful and beautiful. Beautiful. Anyway, um, the only thing that was bountiful and beautiful in that game was. Uh, the beer that I was drinking. <laughs> um, Clinton Portis's hit on Kiwana Nanuka. Whiny boy. Yeah. Whiny boy who doesn't understand why someone would like protect his quarterback, and that's part of football. Mm-hmm. But that he should whiny. cry and whine. In case you guys didn't um, hear, apparently Kiwanuka is Kiwanuka. crying about the last play of the game, like saying that Samuel's laid a dirty hit on him. But um, basically, Samuels got beat, and he was trying to keep the dude from hitting his quarterback on the last play of the game. It's like it's kind of a dirty thing to uh, sack the quarterback or hit the quarterback hard on the last play when the game's already over, too. So, Yeah. You know, uh, Samuels was doing exactly what he should have done after he got beat, and Kiwanuka should have understood that and just shut, isn't that shut a, up. Dude, isn't, that a, isn't that a dog food, Kiwanuka? Dude, Kiwanuka probably didn't understand <laughs> it because he was still shaken up from that hit from Clinton Portis. You mean that chip block? As they called it. I called Clint it. Clint Portis like, laid him out, man. Clint Portis was about the heart was the hardest playing guy on the field. Clinton Portis. Man, I'm sorry. I'm st- I'm sorry. I understand he's a blocking back and he likes to block, but he needs to be careful, man. We don't need him hurt again. We don't need him throwing his like shoulder out. I agree, but he is still. I mean, he has been for the last couple of years. He's the best blocking back in the NFL. But anyway, with the game. Dude, he might, First be game. Blocker. he might be the best blocker the Redskins have. On the Redskins line. Might <laughs> <laughs> as well call him a hog, man. Exactly. Um, all I can say about the game is one game does not a season make. It's Zorn's first game. Gibbs won 0-5 his first year. we got to be patient. What? Do we say it? Zorn. Yeah, we gotta be patient. Yeah. We gotta be patient. We gotta be patient. First game. Now, if we get to like the fifth and sixth game, and we're still just absolutely horrible, like we were in this first la- in this first game of the season, then we need to start worrying. And yeah. I gotta say, I'm just glad we played a Giants team that's good, 
and got lucky last year and won the Super Bowl because they peaked at the right time. But if we played maybe the Eagles or the or the Cowboys in that first game, we might have gotten our asses handed to us. Mm-hmm. It would it could have been so much worse. And you know what? The Redskins defense gave up 98 yards and no points in the second half. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And that was without number 24 in there. That was without number 24. And um, I, Rock Cartwright once again showed why he should not have been cut. Mm-hmm. He proved it to us all. Again. Again. Oh, man. Dude, what was up with that play early in the game where, like, Santana Moss, like, bobbled a pass, and then the dude tagged him and but while he was still bobbling it, and then he caught it and, like, got up and ran, and they, like, blew it dead? That should have been a touchdown. Yeah, I thought that was odd. Um, I think maybe the uh, the referees were still in preseason form on that play. Myself. Yeah, dude. Because he hadn't even t- he hadn't even caught it yet when the dude like tagged him. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Josh, that was, uh, that was pretty questionable. I have to say. Mm-hmm. Every podcast, one of us goes. Mm-hmm. That was extremely questionable, but it wasn't nearly as questionable as Jason Campbell's play, man. What's up with him holding on to the ball so long? Like you he, know, I actually heard him today. He's doing a Redskins radio, a little clip, or a little uh, live appearance every Tuesday on a, on a, here, 102.1 The Game and then Mighty 1490 on the Peninsula. Um, he's actually going on there about 1220 every day, and I'm sure you can download the podcast to that. And um, he went on there, and he was like, yeah, you know, i got to do better. He knows he's got to do it. Um, it's looking like and it's sounding like he's going to do a lot more shotgun to give him more time to do what he needs to do. And uh, Doc Walker was on there, and he was just like, dude, you got to move your legs more. you got to move around more because this is not Jason Campbell that we're seeing out here. And he agreed. And, I mean, you know, I, I can't say they can't get worse because they sure could. Yeah, but, he could have thrown a pick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had no picks in the game. He just, it's the timing. It's just, it's, he didn't play more than like, what, a half in the whole preseason? He needed to do more. He needed to do more. He needed to play more. And that was partially Zorn's fault, who Zorn, incidentally, also took part of the blame or the blame for the uh, the timing during the, uh, during the last six minutes when the Redskins were acting like they didn't need to. They were in the lead, and they were just taking their time instead of needing two scores to win the game. What was up with that? That was odd. Well, what he said, what Zorn said in his explanation the next day in his press conference was that he was thinking ahead if the Vets, or I mean the Mets, if the Redskins could have stopped, um, could have scored and then stopped them. He wanted to save all of his timeouts. And he had a, he had a basically he was thinking score, save your timeouts, you know, get the Giants three and out and then save your timeouts so you could go through one more motion or one more series to try to score again. But I think he was too busy thinking too far ahead and not thinking in the moment. And I think he's aware of that. First game is the coach. I think he just wasn't thinking. I think he was just overly thinking. I think he might have been a little overwhelmed Um, because, you know, he is the new offensive coordinator and head coach. I think he was being a dumb nut. I think he was being a numbnut, but you know what? I don't think that's going to happen again. Um, I don't know, dude. He must have been hanging out with Joe Gibbs a little too long, and that was like, we're like, what are you doing? 
You're down by two scores, and you're walking around like it's the beginning of the third quarter. Yeah, I agree. But like I said, I don't think that's going to happen again. I think. Well, dude, Al Michaels and them were like, I don't think they have a two-minute offense yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's right. And what's up with all – here, I just want to point something out. What's up with all these, like, NFC East games where the Redskins are playing, like, really crappy, but still Santana Moss ends up getting a touchdown somehow? <laughs> it happens <laughs> all the time. He's a good receiver. I know, but it's, like, out of nowhere. They, like, have zero yards, and all of a sudden, there's Santana Moss in the end zone, like, wide open. <laughs> I don't understand it. Anyway, yeah, that game was pretty horrible, dudes. Um, it was painful. It was painful, but... Should we go into it? It's the first game. You want, what do you want, the kicks or the games first? Um, let's talk about the kicks, because I think we need to talk about the cornerbacks. It's time for this week's... <laughs> Kicking the Balls Award. All right, go ahead, John. Um, well, if I got to pick an individual, I don't know. I, I think it, I'm giving a dual kick on the first game. I kick, and even though... You know, Springs was out. Springs was hurt. He was at the game, you know, like at the buzzer. It was like, oh, crap, we lost Sean Springs once again because he's always freaking hurt. That's a whole other topic to talk about. Um, Smoot, my kick goes to uh, half to Smoot and half to Carlos Rogers because, man, uh, oh, my God. How many picks did they drop in that game total? They had one, two of them, but they dropped Three. three. They dropped but three. Didn't, yeah, didn't Smooth have an interceptor? Yeah, he did. And then he looked so like got, someone on the Bears, I think it was, on Sunday night. He was like a linebacker. He made a one-handed interception. Our guys get hit in the hand with the football covered with, like, honey, and they can't even, <laughs> like, hold on to it. John, step That'd away from crazy. the mic. crazy. Step away I'm from sorry, the mic. Let me move it to another side of my beard. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm probably clipping out there. Before you yell cut. <laughs> Dude, and then when Fred Smoot did catch that one, finally, he like spun around like a clown in the circus and like couldn't return it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, my my kick goes to those two gentlemen, um, number twenty two and number twenty seven. And yeah, I know the uh, the defensive line has got to get more pressure and blah blah blah. Jason can Jason Taylor, I think, will be much better this weekend. I think he, he was coming off. I that think injury. he was still a little tentative. He looked like with his knee and everything. I yeah, thought he was yeah, too. He was. Seems to be fine. I think he's going to be better. But seriously, he had a few good plays though. He blew up that screen. He did blow up that and screen. We, it's not like you can rag on him too much. I mean, you, you you can look at his history and know what what he can do. I, I I still fully expect him to do much much better this week and going into the season. I really do. Um, I don't believe he's another Bruce Smith for the Redskins at all. Still, yeah. Um, but yeah, they they got it. The cornerbacks have got it. Mm-hmm. You know, we got Sean Springs hurt all the time, and Smoot is, I think, waning. And Carlos Rogers has never been where he should have been for where he was picked. So that's my kick. Cut. Cut. <laughs> I covered the mic though. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Josh. Oh, is it me? Mm-hmm. All right, my kick. Kick it. Let's. My kick. I 
kind of have a dual kick, too, you know? Only There's a lot to kick tired. in this game, dude. I'm tired of kicking Carlos Rogers because I kick him all the time. So, But i got to give a kick to Carlos Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Carlos Rogers gets, <laughs> Carlos Rogers gets my kick. But I'm sorry. I also have to kind of jump over on the other side of the line and give a little kick to uh, to my to my game ball guy last week, Stephon Hire. <laughs> Stephon Hire. Dude, it um, wasn't for that first play though, was it? Because that wasn't his fault. Yeah, no, 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 no. That wasn't that his fault. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. He, he just, I don't know. He didn't seem like he was uh, holding up on over there um, all game to me, like he did, you know. To earn his spot, so I'm going to be watching him over the incumbent, Josh. Josh is going to be watching you, number seventy-four. The hair report, dudes. All right, well, I'm yes. giving, I'm giving my kick to um, Jason Campbell. <laughs> he needs to get rid of the ball, dude. That one play where the, he had like four receivers all go out for like five step button hooks. And he, like, patted the ball twice and didn't throw it, and then they showed a replay, and the receivers are all looking like, uh, that was our uh-huh. pattern, dude. <laughs> Where is it? And, yeah, uh, and he was looking at the same receiver the whole time. Yeah, and then he, like, ran outside of Stefan Heyer, who was blocking two dudes, and then got himself sacked. <laughs> and that was only be- the beginning. Like, I don't know what he was doing a lot of times. And then he kept throwing to, like, the dude... It's like third and eight, and you'll go to, like, the two-yard guy. Yeah. And stuff like that. The that offense was, was really just horrible, dude. It was horrible. Dude, speaking of go-to guys, where is Chris Cooley in these past in, in these past few games we've been seeing? He had yeah, one, one catch, seven yards. And I think that's, that's... They need to utilize him, man. They need I mean, to utilize him. He's a, he's a big... I mean, he's an awesome big tight end. He needs to get the ball in his hands and power through some guys, you know? Yeah. Dude, totally. I agree. He has an awesome what? <laughs> Dude, we're talking football here. Seriously. Seriously. Josh is pissed off. Yeah, you're right, though. Dude, we got him. We got Todd Yoder, who's open all the time because no one expects him to catch it. And he's proven himself to be pretty, not highly reliable, but pretty reliable at actually pulling in a uh, catch here and there. Maybe and we've got whenever, to be very... Whenever they... Whenever they mention Todd Yoder in any game, she knows that what comes out of my mouth, I always go, Old Man Yoder! <laughs> All right, dude. You know what it's time for now. What? And now, the coveted and ever-elusive Game Ball Award. Game what, you're, trying, you're trying to keep us on track this week? Is that what it is? I'm trying to keep like us on track. Minutes last week. <laughs> Once you guys talk about like you know, people like Todd Yoder for more than like 20 seconds, it's time to move on. <laughs> Since he had absolutely no impact on the too, game. Dude. He's a professional uh, he's a professional football player. Dude, he's a professional tight end. Yes, but we're talking about this game last week, and he had no bearing on it whatsoever. <laughs> so, therefore, right. I didn't keep him okay. moving on. But, dude, our point was that he should have a bearing because he's, he's open all the time. But he didn't have a bearing. That's what we're saying. We're saying they need to utilize the tight ends some more, more than they're doing right now, especially Chris Cooley. Yeah. Anyway, enough said about Dude, that. Here's catch the ever elusive game ball awards. <laughs> All right, go ahead, John. What's your game ball award? Dude, you go first. You haven't gone first in a long time. All right, I'll Dude, go first because I'm going to save the uh, you know obvious for you guys. 
Although this one was pretty obvious to me. I'm going to give my game ball award to Antoine Randall L. Because he seven had something like seven or eight. Yards, led the team. What was it? Seven so receptions? Seven for 73. Yeah. He, he read, led the team with those uh, pretty much most of the offense. <laughs> Especially yeah, earlier, he did. I mean, he's a he's a great he's a great player. You know, he's not like I don't consider him to be like a huge play guy. You know, I mean, he can make some big plays, but you know, he's just a consistent chip away at it kind of receiver. You know, he can get open. Not to mention the fact that I'm waiting for him to bring out that. You know, they're, they're letting everybody forget the fact that he can pass the ball. So. Yeah, you know, maybe we'll see that this weekend. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe we could at least see our quarterback really pass the ball. I think How they should that? keep that in their back jockstrap pocket for a while. Their back yellow cake. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give my game ball. Um, my game ball is going to go to my dog, big number 99. That's a good Andre one, dude. Clark. That's a good one. How many sacks did he have, dudes? Carter was credited with half a sack. Um, That's it? Three tackles. That's it. Uh, yeah, he was credited he, with he half a sack, but he was involved. He, he had a number of sackles. And he yeah, he, he shared sacks. that sack with uh, Landry. Dude, and he caused the interception. Yeah, he sure he, did. He created the definition for Marion Webster's, my definition of sack. <laughs> and you know why he was able to get in there? Because they were double teaming the other side. Uh-huh, we're going to see that. So I'm telling you, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. Um, well, let me go ahead and give my game ball to round it out. Um, I want to give it to Rock Cartwright because he was playing with a bunch of heart and proving that, yeah, I should be here again, that I'm a super yep. special teams guy and that I'm a great return guy. Um, but good consideration there. But since I'm the last one, I'm going to give mine to Clinton Portis. I knew it. I knew um, it. I knew it, and, You know, I'm not the biggest Clinton Portis box. fan. That that pretty much put it over the edge. He, he was 23 for 84, um, played his tail off. He was fighting for every freaking yard he got. He was struggling. He was pulling himself with, like, four or five guys, like, trying to pull him back. And that chip lock was fantastic. I mean, he played his tail off in that game. Let's Dude, just say it like you, this. You can't Charles find the Rogers wears the shoes. Clinton Portis uses the shoes. Dude. <laughs> I cannot find a clip of that block anywhere online, even a picture of it. I haven't found any pictures. I know there were. It was on YouTube, but uh, the NFL comes down hard on all that stuff because cause, cause why would they want people to advertise for free for them? Um, so it's all been taken <laughs> off of YouTube. They want people to pay to advertise. Well, that sucks. Yeah. But anyway, if any of you guys out there has that loop, go ahead and send it to us. This is fantastic. I saw Jim Rome is burning on, was it, I, it had to be Friday afternoon, and he was talking about how bad the Redskins were. He said, but, you know, and I forget all the different names he picked up from him, you know, like, like off the grid is off the chain and all that stuff that he had, all the different names. And he showed that chip block, which really was just an utter destruction of Kiwanuka like four times in a row. I know, it was awesome, dude. He was just like, the Redskins didn't show up, but Clinton Portis did. And he made a good point at the end of that. Hopefully Clinton Portis is not wasting the last, like, couple years of his peak with a team that that can't keep up. Mm -hmm. Because as much heart as he played with, I didn't see a lot of that in a lot of the other players. And a lot of that is confusion, but a new, new scheme and all that stuff, but man. He 
played the tail off. Yeah, dude. He definitely deserves that game ball. I'm pretty concerned about the team. I'm not as concerned as you because it's only the first game. But if it's but if but if we get uh, beat up by the Saints this weekend, I'm going to be you watch the Saints? Did you watch the Saints game? I saw the end of the Saints game. I only got to see part of it. That was a good game. I enjoyed watching that game, man. I know that Drew Brees threw for over 300 and some yards. I mean, it's pretty active. Was good. I saw the highlights. It, it, and the run game was good. Reggie Bush, he was running and catching the ball. Um, and they've got Duke McCall- Deuce McAllister back. Um, healthy. Went out last year with a season-ending injury. Um, they're they're pretty Jer- potent on offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeremy Shockey was working for him. Jeremy Shockey's going to get hurt this weekend. He always gets hurt against the Redskins. Dude, speaking uh, of injuries, what what's up with Sean Springs? Like leaving the game like two minutes before it started, or whatever. Apparently, he injured his shin. They were talking about his hip or something, or thigh or something, but it was a shin injury. Shin splints. They didn't say it was a shin splint, but he is supposed to go this weekend. Um, Kerry Campbell sat out, and he has not practiced yet this week on special teams, so he may not come back. And Malcolm Kelly says he's ready to come back to practice, may come back tomorrow, when tomorrow being Wednesday. Um, mm-hmm. But he has not come back yet as well. But he, apparently he's chomping at the bit. These young receivers are really wanting to go. You know what? Maybe if – they told Malcolm Kelly that they were ready to give him his first paycheck after he started playing, he'd get off his butt and start playing. <laughs> Seriously. Well, hopefully hopefully we'll see a little bit more out of those tall receivers this weekend because we need something. Yeah, and what was up with Devin Thomas last week when he needed eight yards or what have you, go out for a six-yard little pass? Dude, oh, don't even get started <laughs> on that. Oh, man. Thank you. <laughs> I just thought I'd bring that up. I was going to wake the neighbors up with that one. <laughs> but it wasn't just him, dude. It was like the whole team doing that crap. Yeah, it was like we did third and four, and we we throw for two oh, and a half. Our dude, and, you know, and then, of course, you get this long third down and long deep in your own territory where they're always running the draw plays and stuff. They do. They did that on second down and long at they the beginning did, of the game. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Like, did you forget what down we're on? Dude, and not to mention there's supposedly a West Coast offense and didn't J.C. Campbell only throw the ball like 18 times? Mm-hmm. What is that? If you're going to run the ball that much, give it to Mike Sellers. We I had know. a Brandon Jacobs on our own damn team, and we don't even give it to him. I know, dudes. Mike Sellers is so much more of a beast than Brandon Jacobs if they would just give him the ball. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But anyway, there's that little rant. Yeah, West Coast offense is nice and all, but when you got a bruiser like that, run the damn ball. Mm-hmm. Anyway, dude, Sunday, of course, like you were already talking about, Saints at Redskins, the home opener. Hopefully, One o'clock. Hopefully the home crowd will get the Redskins pumped. Dude, you know they will. Now that Chief Z had a tomahawk gate taken care of, got his tomahawk back, thanks to Chris Cooley. Mm-hmm. We talked about that already. And um, Man, yeah, Saints, potent offense. Kind of questionable defense a little bit, but. I hope we can pull out the W, dude, because otherwise we're screwed. Yeah, <laughs> we don't win this game. It's not going to be good. We're the only NFC East team that did not win last right. week. Right. And the other two teams that played on Sunday won big. And, yeah, they played two crappy teams, but they won big. And, and don't Anybody get me started. Anybody happen to up. watch? 
Anybody happen to watch that uh, last game? I watched it, and, you know, everyone's saying that, that, that the Browns are all this and that, and they're going to make the playoffs and stuff, and maybe they will, but they are not all that, and I don't know why people keep saying that. They've got a good go, and I think I saw that last year in them. i got to say, I like that guy, Felix Jones. It's a shame that he's a cowboy. The running back? Yeah. Yeah, they went running back crazy in the draft. Yeah. They have a lot of weapons on offense in Dallas, and I hate it. Um. I think, like, T.O. set some record during that game and or number of touchdowns or something. Well, you know what? They can play all they want in September, October, and November, but they keep uh, they, they, they forget to show up in December and January, and hopefully it'll stay that way this year. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the uh, so I'm looking forward to this game, and hopefully the Redskins will bounce back. 1 o'clock on Fox. 1 p.m. Fox. With Aaron's, uh, Aaron, did you notice the uh, the robot that slept past weekend during the football games? No, dude, because I didn't favorite watch robot. Football. Oh, that's right. You were uh, you were working on the mountain. What robot? Oh, your base heart belongs to us. What does he do now, John? Well, he instead of doing all the football moves, he just kind of does some random like "what's up" moves. And I I, I can't believe you missed it because I know you've been so excited because I know that's your favorite mascot of all time. Yeah, the uh, the fox robot has new moves this year, and he's he's way way more exciting than ever. People, he's awesome, man. <laughs> is he as cool as that galloping gobbler turkey thing they gave out at like Thanksgiving? Oh god, oh, man, don't eat. Yeah, yeah. Are we yeah. wasting time on this podcast discussing the fox? Moving on. So let's move forward. Uh, John has something in the itinerary. I forgot to point out when we were talking about injuries, but apparently Redskins dot com. You know how. On it, they are. Yeah. Have not before, updated before their injury in, report. Before we go into injuries, let's let's. Uh, we already did injuries. We already did injuries. We're making the note. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm just making okay. this final note on it. Redskins.com uh, has not updated their injury report since the first day of training camp. If you go to the Redskins.com uh, website, Redskins.com, um, and you check on injury report, it says Philip Daniels and Alex Busby, <laughs> and that's it. And it's been maybe, that way maybe, ever maybe since they got hurt. Maybe the injury report web guy got cooked. Dude, he needs to be. Dude, if he come, has not been already. Every time I think about the ineptitude of Redskins.com, I always automatically in my mind blame Larry Michaels. <laughs> dude, 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 Larry. Are you, saying? Are, you, are you saying that we're any better at HarryHogsFootball.com? <laughs> yeah, because we at least admit it. Yeah. You know, at least we don't sugarcoat stuff like they do. Like, the only player they've not sugarcoated in the last three years is is, is Derek Frost because they hated him for some reason. I know this week they're probably like, the Redskins look good in the second half against the Giants. Redskins learning from their mistakes. Although I'm kind of giving it that kind of event, too, because it's only the first game. But, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but did you know that Phil Daniels and Alex Busby are on the injury report? <laughs> and that's it? Yeah, anyway, let's, let's move forward, dudes. I'm keeping this door thing number going. one for Since we talked about that, let's go ahead and uh, move to our uh, our sponsor this week. Recognize our sponsor. Um. Okay. Choose the one, I go buy one love. Go to the folks who are kind of with thirty bottles on the floor. We don't want a casket store. Hi, this is Richard Glasscock from Tidewater Casket Store. Whether you're looking for that simple do-it-yourself pine casket, or a new high-end model, or maybe that hard-to-find urn, 
you'll find what you need at Tidewater Casket. You say there's an urn that you can't find. We'll sell you that urn with some peace of mind. We've got caskets, urns, and more at Tidewater Casket Store. Tidewater Casket Store. Now in 17 convenient locations on the Delmarva Peninsula and Hampton Roads, Tidewater area. Call us at Tidewater Casket Store today at 1-800-CASKETS. 1-800-CASKETS. That's Tidewater Casket Store. All right, so we'd like to thank our sponsor for this week, Tidewater Casket Store. So the next time you guys are in there. We're <laughs> <laughs> right in the market for a fine casket or urn at, at a discount rate. Um, check oh. them out. And if Be sure to call Mr. I think they have lease options, and if you're one of, if you're one of those do it yourself types like John's <laughs> wife, Roberta, go ahead and get the kit. It comes complete ahead, with and, the and and and, and they also lot. have a used store. They have a used showroom. So you can call Mr. Glasscock and uh, Dude, it's hold, not hold called used. They told us not to say used. They said slightly. Make sure that you say um, certified pre-owned <laughs> <laughs> with the 110 point inspection. <laughs> this nail is in. That's right. This There's a little water damage. This down nail here. is in. Little water Dude, damage. They're not going to sponsor. Talking bad about them. Oh, sorry, guys. Have, uh, oh man, I can't <laughs> believe it. We may have lost our sponsor. Oh no, we'll have to get another. What if you have leasing options though? Leasing options. This nail is in. <laughs> this nail is in. <laughs> Pine. Anyway. Oh, sorry, dude. Anyway, dude. Yeah, like if there's more than <laughs> if there's more than two stains on the. Uh... <laughs> All right, Josh, that's it. Right. Anyway, it's time to move oh, forward. Man. You guys know what it's time for, right? Dude, the new revamped. Here it is. It's time once again. Oh yeah, Tom's trivia. Hey guys, it's David again in Michigan, uh, calling with this week's trivia answer. Uh, last time the Redskins won an opener on the road was 1997 in Carolina. And uh, the second part of the question, uh, last time they won on the road against a division opponent, you got to go all the way back to 1982 uh, when Skins won in Philadelphia. Uh, in overtime, I, I believe, I don't have it in front of me, but I believe was, the score on that game was 37-34. Hey, guys, it's Tom calling with the next installment of Tom's Trivia. First of all, I wanted to give you guys the uh, answer to last week's question. We may have already covered it on the podcast, but I thought I'd give you here, too. The question was the last time the Redskins had won on the road in week one, and the last time they had won on the road in week one against division opponents. Well, the last time they won on the road was 1997 at Carolina, 24-10. And the last time against the division opponent was the season opener in 1982 at Philly and won 37-34, in which Mark Mosley hit a game-tying field goal at the gun and then an overtime game-winning field goal. Um, congratulations to David from Michigan for getting the question right. And, uh, yeah, well, I guess we're ready for the next question and try and forget what happened with the Giants and chalk it up to 
simply there's no way we're going to win that game considering all the factors working against us. On the road, division opponent, national audience, getting a Super Bowl ring, new coach, first time ever being a coach. Just, it was never going to happen. I knew it the day the schedule came out. I knew we'd be on one. Doesn't mean we can't be 15 and one, but if we play offense like we did on Thursday, we're going to go something like three and 13. So let's hope we get that together. I'm sure the podcast will cover all of this, and uh, probably make it feel all a little bit better than. I feel right now thinking about that game. So, on the bigger and better thing, the question for the new podcast is, who was the last player to play in a regular season game for the Redskins and then to go on to another team and score a touchdown in the Super Bowl? I, just to be clear, I do not include quarterbacks who throw a touchdown pass to count. If the quarterbacks want to count, they got to score themselves. Otherwise, it could be somebody else but it is the last player to play in a regular season game for the Redskins and then to go on to another team and score a TD pass, score a TD in the Super Bowl. Um, it's, I don't know, I don't know if the question's hard or not. Well, no, you'll let me know. All right, well, stay tuned. Uh, so the uh, question will be online as soon as, I, uh, as soon as the podcast goes up. And uh, stay tuned for the uh, next question next week. All right, we'll bring on the Saints. Stay out of the Redskins. All right, so if you guys know the answer to Tom's trivia, go ahead and send it to redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com and copy that on over to Tom at harryhogfootball.com. And while Aaron is old school and tends to push that, we really prefer, like like David does every week. And by the way, kudos to David. That's like, what, three weeks in a row for him? Oh, no, dude. Oh, speaking of. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm throwing the flag. I'm throwing the red challenge flag. There are what? few people, David. Uh, Aaron. What? John threw the flag. I know. Yeah, I threw the red challenge flag. Aaron, Aaron is explaining. Okay, go ahead. John flew. There are a few people that threw the challenge flag on David's answer from last week, and apparently we didn't catch it because we're, well, more Because we were slack. Anyway. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And last week's trivia question, um, it was, it was uh, incorrectly answered by... Uh, David, he said New York Jets were one of the teams that have not beaten Washington in Washington, and it should have been the New England Patriots. So we're going to have to mark that one, take that one off, Josh. We're going to have to mark it zero. his tally. (laughs) Over the line, David, over the line. Over the line. Um, Really? Well, you know what? I'm still going to give David kudos because, you know, he picked up the phone and called and left us a, a kindly message. Yeah, he's trying, dude. He's he's dude, going. It doesn't matter. He's still ahead by two. Yeah. So the hog line two zero six two zero three one five six six. You hear David? You heard him respond? You hear Tom? They're calling the hog line. Tom, you know, David calls and you get the message. You know, we're not going to pick up the phone and like talk to you and chat chat with you about your great aunt Ethel or anything. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, we don't pick up the phone. This is a strictly strictly message based number. So call so the hog call. line, and that number once again is 206-203-1566. And we look Stand for 206-203-1566. And that will send a message directly to my inbox and Josh's and John's. Yeah, so anyway. 203-1-John. <laughs> so anyway, uh, <laughs> moving forward... Um, 
Wait, what else do we have here, guys? Anything? Hey, guys. Let's see. What All right, got? cool. I don't think I think we can skip the next item of business on the itinerary. Oh yeah, that's right. We need to talk about the uh, Harry Hog Fantasy Football League. Um, Aaron, you suck. I totally <laughs> kicked your butt this week. I haven't even checked. I haven't even checked. I don't even know. Really Dude, you got your ass beat as usual. Did I? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You, you actually uh, the person you played virtual athlete from uh, the UK, one of our UK listeners. Um, Beat you by about double. He actually had the high score for the week. I think it was 127, and um, you had about 56 or so. Um, yeah. So we're all pretty much in our normal uh, fantasy football forms. Um, although the matchup who's between Aaron and I was close. Right now? What's that? Who's in last place? Who's in last place? You, dude. Yeah. You're actually, you are not in last place. We have a, uh, let me check here real quick. You are in, you are in 10th. <laughs> Um, our other UK listener <laughs> is in last place. So the UK is, uh, is uh, going out in front and bringing up the rear. Um, but below you there, Josh, is Mr. Mr. And, um, and Paul out there in Reading. So I guess so, uh, we got the UK is um, pulling the train and, uh, and, and, and uh, running the caboose. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, Aaron, I kicked your ass. Dude, you won by like three points. But anyway. Yeah, I won by four. And, uh, and, uh, yeah. Moving forward. forward. Anyway, Josh, Scoreboard. you ready? Scoreboard. Josh, you ready? Am I ready? Scoreboard. Yeah. Uh, sure, I'm ready. Go for it. Where are you now? Go <laughs> got to let the music play under me this week. You know. Nothing like a good 80s song to put you in the mood to talk about where the heck is one of the former Washington Redskins now. That's right. This week's uh, Where Are You Now is going to go out to a Washington Redskin from back in the 80s, 85 to 87 to be exact. <clears throat> Mr. Jay Schrader. <laughs> <laughs> Theisman? No, dude. Theisman was so cut. No, no. He maybe he did. Like the first year. Who That's came in when Joe Theisman got injured? Is what I'm asking. I think you are correct. Yeah, when he had that minor leg injury. And there is another follow-up. <laughs> minor leg injury. <laughs> As opposed to the Gus Bus, who had that minor head injury. Oh man. All, All right, but dude, so, so anyway, um, Schrader. Uh, he went on to play until 1995. And, really? um, yeah, he did. He, uh, I think he played for, like, the Raiders. Um, did he play for the Raiders? For the Raiders, yeah. Yeah. Um, I forget who else he played for. Raiders. Was he just Raiders after that? Raiders. I know, I know he played for the Bengals the and the Cardinals, the... too. Bengals yeah. and Cardinals. I think Cardinals, he played for them for, like, his last year. You're the one that owns the segment. Anyway, <laughs> let me tell you where he is now, since that's the name of this bit. Um, 
just about a year ago, he started coaching at uh, Snow Canyon High School out in uh, in Utah. Interesting. And, he, and and this was funny, so I'm going to quote this directly um, from us from an online source that I found on him, and it, and it says, and I quote: He now coaches for the more dominant and better Dixie High School. And what assistant head coach? What's that? What state is that in? Utah. More dominant Dixie, and better. Dixie High School is, I believe it's in St. George, Utah. It's um, not even in Dixieland. No, no. St. George, Utah. Utah wasn't even a state back way back then. It did. Wow. Dude, I think that needs to go <laughs> on the couch this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, and here's something for uh, just a tidbit on him now that he's doing too. Um, there's for our for our friends since we were talking about our friends over across the uh, across the lake there um, in the UK. He's working for a um, a sports television channel or series of channels called Sky Sports. And um, Sky TV. I guess they're they're pretty big in like the UK and in Ireland. So oh, yeah. Um, I don't know what they do exactly, but. Hey, if you guys over there have heard of Sky Sports or you know what we're talking about, <laughs> send us a note and let us know more about it. They have a little tower there in Man. London where they broadcast from. I got you. Well, anyway, Although they used to broadcast from that one. Jay Schrader's apparently doing some work for them as well. But uh, there you go. Where are you now? Redskins this week is Jay Schrader. Excellent. Well, Josh, thanks as always for your wonderful segment on Where Are They Now? <laughs> and... Um, as the host of this show, and I've been told to speed it up, I think that about wraps it up for this week, and we will be looking forward to the game when the Redskins destroy the Saints when they come marching in to our house That's on right. Sunday, 1 p.m., and uh, we look forward to talking to you guys again next Tuesday night. We're going to try to record this every Tuesday during the season. We're trying right. to We be expect better. Yeah, look for us uh, very late on Tuesday nights or uh, early Wednesday morning on your way to work so you can listen to uh Listen to us in the uh, in your uh, in your cubicle as you're sitting there slaving away for the man and uh, listening to Where Are You Now? And people and if you're walking by your some, cubicle and looking if you're at trying you. Trying to get weird. some, um, yeah. If you're trying to get some shopping done while you're, you know, in your cubicle online, trying to make good use of your afternoon at the office, um, you can always click through Harry Hog Football for some excellente shops to uh, help us get our little commission if you buy something. Right. It doesn't cost you any more if you go through any of our links, but it does give us a little teeny tiny cut, and that helps us to uh, keep everything free, which is pretty sweet since we're in what? What we're trying to do. And we, and we have some big things to come, maybe some things, uh, some bigger things too coming up for around our 150th episode towards the end of the season. Uh, and dudes, if you guys up. use like Amazon.com or eBay at all for anything, just go through our site. It'll help us out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I use Amazon, yeah. eBay, and iTunes all the time. So it's, and Hotwire, uh, and Hotwire, dude. I booked that flight like what last month through Hotwire, and it was the best, actually got the best deal on. So anyway, so anyway, um, and then thanks again to our sponsor, uh, Tidewater Casket Store. Tidewater Casket you, uh, Store. Yeah, thanks, Mr. Glasscock. Hopefully, you'll uh, you'll sponsor us again next week, though I think probably not. And uh, go ahead, if you need a casket or an urn, head on down to Tidewater Casket Store. You can even get yeah. one that's slightly used and certified. Yeah. Anyway, dude, that about wraps it up. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. As always, hail to the Redskins. 
And remember this week, as always, if you see a Cowboys fan, joke on! Joke on! Bye-bye! Bye-bye!